This is an AMI podcast. You're listening to the Kitchen Confession Podcast, the Friday Five edition. Today, I'm sharing five ways to grill the perfect steak. I'm so excited about this episode, especially with summer just around the corner and the smoky scent of all things grilled just filling the air. Uh, Sweet, sweet summer. So let's get started. When you're a carnivore like myself, the feelings you get, you know, like from a perfectly grilled steak, it's, for me, okay, the best way I can describe it, it's comparable to finding a loose $20 bill in the pocket of your jacket from last fall. So let's dive into step number one of how to grill the perfect steak. So we're starting with, obviously, choosing your steak for grilling. You can grill any cut of meat, but the higher the grade the meats are, is what I would suggest. It's a better option. But again, grill whatever you'd like. So I'm going to give you a couple of options of higher grade meats. We're going to start with tenderloin, otherwise known as filet mignon, filet steak, beef filet. Here are the deets on this one. It has a soft texture. It's got a subtle flavor and it's leaner than most other tender cuts. But the key to this one is try not to overcook the steak. It's best cooked to medium. Now, this wouldn't be the perfect steak for me because I'm more of a medium well, which I just started eating. Um, I used to be a well-done kind of girl. Shh, don't tell anyone. Which leads me to my next ribeye, aka rib steak, cowboy steak. Now, it's cowboy steak if the bone is attached. And here are the deets on this one. Extensive marbling in this cut of meat. So, you know those white lines that kind of run through each cut? That's what the marbling is. And it gives this its juiciness and flavor to this ribeye. Next would be the top sirloin, otherwise known as center cut sirloin, cap steak. It's less expensive than tenderloin or ribeye, but full of flavor and delivers on tenderness probably more than many of the pricier options. It's a great pocket saver, this one. Next would be the strip loin, aka New York strip, strip steak. This cut, along with the first two, it's a bit of a splurge, but definitely worth it. It's well-known for its incredible flavor, good marbling, not as tender as the ribeye, but it's leaner with a beefier flavor. Then we've got the last one, T-bone, my steak. This one's AKA club steak or porterhouse. It gets its name from that T-bone shape that's within the cut of meat. And I like to consider it a two-for-one deal. It has the flavor of strip loin and the texture of tenderloin. So this one here checks all the flavor boxes for me. And that's why I call it Mustang. Step number two. You want to get the steak ready for grilling. Now you want to bring that meat to room temperature before grilling. It gives it an even grill. So you want to take it out of the fridge leaving it on the countertop for about, I'd say, 30 minutes, pat down your steak with some paper towel, and then season it. I keep my seasoning simple. I like to brush it with a light coating of olive oil, a little salt and pepper. That's it. You really don't need much, especially when you get a good cut of meat. Now, again, you can omit the olive oil if that's your choice and squeeze a little bit of lemon over top. Choice is yours. Step number three would be marinating the steak. I want you to remember this. Marinades add flavor and they're not for tenderizing. So you can use marinade on flank steak, chuck steak, 
And I would say, you know, it's, it's unnecessary for a higher end cut of meat because they do have a lot of flavor built into them. But again, your choice. And to marinate these steaks, steaks only need about two to three hours in the marinade to get that flavor infused into the meat. Step number four, prepare your grill. Now, always, always, always want to start with a clean grill. So when you've barbecued, before you, you know, cover it up and turn everything off for the night, you want to clean that grill. So this way you have a nice clean grill the next time you go. Fire up your grill, bring it to a high heat. So an easy test is to hold your hand, I'd say about an inch over the grill grate for about a second, because it's probably as long as you'll be able to hold it. And if it feels too hot where you have to pull your hand away, your grill's ready. That's a hot temp grill. You also want to keep half your grill at a medium heat. So this way, when you've done searing your steaks, you can move them over to that medium heat setting and continue cooking. So to do this, you want to just lower the burner on the other side of the grill. Step number five. Five and final step, grilling the steak. You want to place your steak on the grill and sear it two to three minutes per side. When you go to flip your steak, I want you to use tongs. Don't use a fork. I wouldn't recommend it. It's going to pierce your meat and you're going to lose all that delicious juice. Now, once you've seared your steak, you're going to move it over to the medium side of the grill. Get yourself a meat thermometer. It'll become your best friend when grilling the summer. Seriously, I do not do anything without it. So now that you've moved your meat over to the medium side of the grill, where there's the medium heat, you want to continue to grill until your desired doneness. I'm going to give you a bit of a guideline here. For medium rare, you want an internal temperature of 130 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's about four to five minutes. Turn the steaks over and continue to grill for about three to five. If you want a medium steak, it's five to seven minutes. Internal temperature of 140 degrees Fahrenheit. So get that thermometer out, guys. And if you're looking for a medium well, which is my preference, it's eight to 10 minutes. 150 degrees Fahrenheit internal temperature. Kitchen confessioners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I can't tell you how overjoyed I am to be able to share these stories with all of you. Thank you for listening in and sending you all a pinch of patience, a dash of kindness, a spoonful of laughter, and a heaping tablespoon of love. Connect with me at kitchenconfession.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and receive free recipes directly into your inbox. I'd like to thank producer and editor, Matt Agnew, And our music today came from taketones.com. See you at the next episode.